I know what you're thinking. How can I spend time with a God whom I can't see and can't touch? This is one of the most foundational questions, one I struggled with for a long time. And today, I'm breaking it down to you so that you, right where you are in your life today, can understand how to spend time with God. Because the truth is, He wants to spend time with you. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl next door, Christian mentor and life coach. For the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. So lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into it. All right, y'all. Today, I'm coming to you with some basics, the foundation, how to spend time with God. You know, there are times I get so excited to share these episodes with you, like God has shown me something so fresh or he's worked through something in me. And now we got to the victory and to the point that I'm ready to share, ready to teach, because I always tell you this and please know it's so very true in my life. I can't lead you somewhere I've never been. And I stand by that statement wholeheartedly. So today, I want to hit one of the most fundamental pieces of this puzzle. And truly, if you ask me, it's the puzzle of life, like living life on this earth. Once you receive the gift God gave through his son, Jesus Christ, the gift of salvation, you now have a relationship with God, with the Father. And now you have an opportunity to grow that relationship. And what's one of the top ways to grow a relationship? It's to spend time together. My current small group, we just finished reading Jenny Allen's new book called Find Your People. And if you've never heard of it or heard of her, she's incredible. She's this incredible woman of God, speaker, author, leader, all the things. And this new book is all about building deep community in a lonely world. She shares some statistics in the book about relationships, about friendships, and what we have the capacity for in our lives, and also what it takes to grow them to different levels. But the interesting facts are about the time. Like studies have shown, now obviously she is sharing from a study that she read, and I did a little bit of my own research, but it can take somewhere around 200 hours for an acquaintance to become a close friend. 200 hours. Think that through. See, some of the studies show that students of any age, even co-workers, they can escalate their friendship level because of the proximity, the amount of time they actually spend together. All that time counts. So... That's where I want to focus today because, well, I'll say it if you won't. When it comes to someone saying, hey, just spend time with God, and you're over there like, but how? He's not physically here. How am I supposed to spend time with him? How can I grow this relationship if he's not really here? And if you haven't asked those questions, check in with yourself. Check in to see if you're too embarrassed to ask. Check in to see if you've been holding questions in because you think that you should know, should understand. Check in to see if you've been totally faking it in front of others, if you've been going through the motions you see others go through but struggle to figure it out yourself, and check in to see if you have someone in your life whom you can ask these questions to. 
Look, I was so inspired by a good friend lately. She found my podcast and reached out to me with the most basic questions and they like lit me up. There's no shame in not knowing. There's growth in asking questions and getting answers. I, I feel like I might need to hit like a Q&A style episode one time and just let y'all submit all the questions, like any questions. So when it comes to how to spend time with God, let's talk about it. I'm going to share examples with you, steps you can take right now, things you can implement into your life immediately when you're wondering how to spend time with God. So how to spend time with God, number one, talk to him. Right, Kayla, just talk to him. (laughs) Someone I can't see or touch, someone who doesn't talk back, just talk to him. That's your suggestion? Yes. As Christians, we use the word prayer, but this is simply what it is. It's communicating with God. It's talking with him, talking to him. Does he talk back? Well, we'll get into that. But what has stopped you in the past from being the one to start the conversation? Tell me about a relationship you have. Maybe it's with your spouse. Maybe it's a girlfriend. Maybe it's a coworker, a classmate, a sibling. You talk to them, right? You talk to them nearly every day in some cases. You talk to them. I've got plenty of stories from my 20s of, well, mostly men, whom I'm guessing had an idea to grow some sort of relationship with me. How do I know that? They approached me, they spoke to me first, and sometimes kept speaking even longer than I would have wished. See, the hard thing sometimes about us being here on earth and God being, well, God, let me just say that, is God here on earth? Y'all, I could go all deep and theological on you, but it's not even necessary. Is God walking on the earth right now for you to have a face-to-face conversation with him? Clearly not. However, he's here with you all the time. The Bible says he is omnipresent, always, ever present, like everywhere, always present with me, always present with you, always present with the woman in Australia right now cooking dinner, always present with the man right now climbing a mountain in Iceland, always present. He's God. And if you can't comprehend the vastness of him, of God, great. (laughs) That means you're human. And that's where faith comes in. I love the way Tim Rivers explains faith. He says, faith is that you believe God's telling the truth. That's faith. You believe he's real. You believe he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for your sins. And then he got up. You believe him when he says he knows the plans he has for you. You believe him when he says to keep going. You believe him. Faith is believing he's telling the truth. So back to the point, how to spend time with God? Talk to him. And let me state this fact. Communication changes as the relationship changes. And communication changes as your maturity changes. Case in point, your baby, your niece, your nephew, tell me about the joy you got when they looked at you and finally said, Mama. There are no words even in their vocabulary, but you could get down with them saying mama every single time they looked at you, right? Back when my niece was learning to speak and I was living with them full time, she just called me K. <laughs> like just the sound. My brother and sister-in-law, we shortened Kayla to K, Auntie K, just K. But when Liv didn't have the vocabulary, but also didn't have the maturity of knowing her own voice and ability to speak, she just called me And my heart could not tell you the difference between her calling me K or K or Auntie K or Auntie Kayla. It's just always been pure love. 
you are a child of God. It's not just a song by Chris Tomlin declaring that God is a good, good father. God himself declares it in his word. In Romans chapter 8, verse 15, Paul reminds the Romans, those who believe, that you received God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. Now we call him Abba, Father, for his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. Have a conversation with the Father. I'll share examples throughout this episode about my relationship with my own earthly father. Now, I know there are some people who don't have that relationship, and my heart hurts for you. I cannot imagine. I share this openly when I first learned about God and learned that he is like a father. That's how I learned it first. I had a great image, a great role model to understand the characteristics of a father. That helped me build this relationship with God. I know others who don't have that. And I want to encourage you to allow God to love you as a father. Allow him to prove himself to you as a father. So how to spend time with God? Talk to him. Talk to him as you would your father or the father you never had or the father you lost. Talk to him. There's days I wake up and say, good morning, God. Today's going to be a great day. Thank you for this new fresh morning. Let's go. And there's times that I am driving in the afternoon and I just say, God, this has been a day. I'm hanging in there, but I need you right now because if one more person cuts me off, (laughs) then there's times that I go outside for a hike and I'm just like, wow, God, you made all of this? Like, that's wild. There are times that I say, God, I feel lonely. Like, I know you have me single right now for a reason. I get that. And I'm trusting you. I really am. But seriously, when? Like, how much longer do I have to wait? And then there's times that I just yell, help. (laughs) When you come to the realization that your relationship with God is a real relationship, you'll probably realize you do talk to him more often than you think. You just didn't, quote, count it before because you always thought that prayer had to be peaceful and calm and on your knees with your hands looking like the prayer emoji and quoting the same things over and over. No, just talk to him. Do you know how many wild stories I listen to my niece and nephew tell me over FaceTime every day? (laughs) So often it doesn't matter what they want to talk to me about. It's just that they want to call and tell me. That's what matters. Whatever it is in their mind and in their heart, it's important that they share it with me. And yes, there's plenty of times that I already know the story they're about to share, but that doesn't stop them. And it doesn't stop my wanting to hear them share it with me. God cares. He loves you. Just talk to him. Okay, we got to move on. But if you want, there's an entire episode that I did about the five things I intentionally say to God every day. So check that one out. All right, number two, how to spend time with God? Let him talk to you. Ooh, this one right here, y'all. You might be thinking of all the questions right now. And yet, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while or been following me or know me, you probably already know where I'm going with this. Let him talk to you. Let him speak to you. And by that, I mean, read his word. Open the Bible and read his word. That right there is one of the best ways to spend time with God. Maybe you've never thought about it this way, but 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 says that all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. Verse 17 continues, it corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. Every single word inspired by God literally breathed by God. Think about this. 
When you read the Bible, God is speaking. Those are his words. I tell people all the time who want to hear from God, open the Bible. See, the thing is, you often want him to say what you want him to say, though, right? Oh, as women, we are good at this. Like, we are so good at pre-planning conversations of playing them out start to finish in our minds before they even happen. Like, I'm going to say this, and then he's going to reply like this, and so I'm going to come back with this, and then you know I'm right. (laughs) The problem is that we also do that with God. Either we think we already know what he's going to say, so we don't even want to start the conversation about it, or we have it all planned out what he's going to say, so why open his word? Why read the Bible? He's just going to poof, come through and work it all out. What kind of relationship is that? Let me clear a couple things up right here. The Bible, first of all, is not a book of rules. It's not a book full of commands that if you decide to believe, now you have to follow all these commands or else. The Bible also is not a choose-your-own-adventure book. So if you're going through something, just Google that and find a sentence or two that's exactly the truth for you to hold on to. The Bible is, well, first of all, it's complete. Ooh, that's a good word for it. The Bible is complete. The fact that every single word, every if and or but, all inspired by God. He doesn't waste. He doesn't waste words. Every word you read is him speaking. Are you letting him speak? I share very openly about what happened to me in 2017, the year I actually committed to reading the Bible every single day. And keep in mind, y'all, this was after working for a large church full-time, creating a youth ministry, heading to South Africa on a mission trip. Finally, I committed to reading the Bible every single day, and I haven't stopped. What has changed? Our relationship has changed. My relationship with God has changed. I could probably get away with saying reading the Bible every day changed me. But the real truth is this, and this is how I prefer to say this statement. Spending time with God in his word every day changed our relationship. And as our relationship changed, I changed. As our relationship grew, my love grew. As our relationship grew, my patience grew. As our relationship grew, my insecurities faded. As our relationship grew, our communication grew. Look, reading the Bible every day went from a checkbox on a list to the number one way I choose to spend time with God. I not only let him speak to me now, but I crave his voice. I love to hear him speak through every word on every page. Remember at the start how I shared the statistic of Jenny Allen's book and about the 200 hours to get to a close friendship? Like I put in time with God in his word. I didn't give up. I let him speak. Now, if you're having trouble understanding the Bible, oh goodness, scroll through the episodes of this podcast and I share all the goods and all the tips with you. Or just reach out to me. Seriously, I'm always down for a chat about that. And let me encourage you with this. I once spent a lot of time with a man from Nigeria. When we first met, I had a hard time understanding everything that he said. Not only did he have quite an accent to me, but he spoke so quietly. I would always have to ask him to repeat himself, to slow down, to speak more loudly. And he was so patient with me. And as we spent more time together working out, hiking, lunches, dinners, watching every game of the NBA playoffs together, our relationship was growing. A few months later, we went to a restaurant and when he ordered, the server looked at him confused and asked him to repeat his order. And I was like, what? You didn't get that? He said it so clearly. Had his accent changed? Was he speaking louder all the time now? 
No, but as we logged hours together, and as I let him speak and listened, I could now hear and understand him so clearly. Look, it will take some effort. All relationships do. But let him speak. Okay, next, how to spend time with God. Number three, sing to him. Oh, I feel like if I were to use the word worship, a lot of believers would just get it, right? Worship. How do I spend time with God? I spend time with God in worship. I love that. And let's go further. There's something about music that makes a relationship special. There's something about singing. There's something about the lyrics of songs. Now, I don't know the statistics of my listeners on this podcast, but I know many of you are around the same age and maybe even a few years ahead of me. I don't think kids, teenagers, even young adults nowadays can really understand or appreciate the like Valentine's Day or birthday, the gift of a custom mixtape. I remember spending hours getting the recordings just right, even longer with one chance to write all the names of all the songs on that little cassette sleeve in pen to fit it into those little spaces so that the one who you wanted to give this to, the one who you wanted to grow the relationship with, they would be wooed and feel all the love that you put into this gift. But nowadays, it's like they've elevated it, right? Like now all you see on TikTok is people having not mixtapes, but custom songs created for their loved ones. Have you seen those? Like it's an actual custom song with lyrics telling their story and everything. Whether you wrote the songs, had the song custom made based on your own experience, or are singing beautiful, truthful lyrics that someone else wrote, as you sing those words... You can sing them straight from your heart to his. Psalm 91 verses 1 and 2 say this, Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come to him with thanksgiving. Let us sing psalms of praise to him. Come to him. Spend time with him. Sing to him. And here's a pointer. If you want to spend time with the Lord, go into your singing, into your worship with that intention and he will meet you there. He will. I got to keep going. Number four, how to spend time with God? Get in his environment. I love this one. And honestly, it's one that we often know really well, but don't capitalize on. It's almost like it's too easy. Well, geez, how hard did you expect this relationship to be? In any relationship, in any relationship that you want to spend time with the person, you're going to need to and hopefully want to go to their house, right? Like there are certain things that you'll find out about them from their home. Think about the first time you went over to a friend's house. You walk in and you're like, oh, wow, I didn't peg you for a warm vanilla sugar candle type of guy, you know, or or like, wait, you painted these. I didn't know you were an artist. Those details of being in their environment are a way to spend time together and just heightens your senses and understanding of the relationship as a whole. And that ultimately brings you closer, right? I love going for a hike or a walk outside. This wasn't always the case for me. I was a gym rat, like fitness competition gym rat. Why would I go outside for just a walk? If I need more cardio or something, I'll just go play basketball. (laughs) But then something shifted. And I don't think it was solely about my body bringing all these aches and pains as I got older. I really think part of why I love to be outside now is because I experience God differently when I'm out there. Like to be in his environment that he literally handcrafted and created. There's something about it. And the thing is, I've changed my intention when I go for a walk or a hike sometimes. And that right there, the intention, that is the key to every one of these ways that I'm encouraging you to spend time with God in your life. See, I can go for a walk anywhere. 
I can go for a hike anywhere. I can go with a friend, go alone, whatever. Yes, I'm in God's environment, but it's that intention. I've gone over to someone else's house before and not spent time with them. You too. See, just because you're in the environment doesn't necessarily mean you're intentionally spending time together. Yes, that right there. Just because you're in someone else's environment doesn't mean you're intentionally spending time with them. Oh, should we hit church? (laughs) Should we hit the house of worship that you choose to attend or not attend weekly, monthly, Christmas and Easter? Y'all, we need to check our hearts, check our motives, check our heart posture, check ourselves before we wreck ourselves. Y'all, I'm straight up in the mixtape era right now. (laughs) Just because you're spending time in church does not mean you're growing in your relationship with God. It doesn't even necessarily mean you're spending time with him. How do I know? Because I've been there. Shoot, I worked for a church full time. There were days, yes, even Sundays, that I was there to work. I sang along in worship. I received the word from the pastor. But did I actually go there to spend time with God, like for our relationship? No, I didn't. I went because it was my job. Other times I went because that's what my Christian checklist said I should do. Other times I went because I wanted others to know that I was completing this Christian checklist. I told y'all I can't take you anywhere I haven't gone. And if I really want to help you come out of the places I've been, I have to be open and share. And that is the truth for me right there. But now, like now, oh, I purposely spend time with God in his environment, in his house. I not only enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise, as the Bible says, but I enter with a heart and a mind that is saying, hey, God, I'm here to spend time with you. That's it. And number five, how to spend time with God? Spend time with his children. Get in community with other believers. Jesus himself says in Matthew chapter 18, verse 20, For where two or three gather together as my followers, I am there among them. This right here is a truth. This is a principle. You can hang your hat on this one. I am there among them. You want to know how to spend time with God? Gather with other believers. Look, the bottom line is you may be already doing all these things. You may be praying. You may be reading the Bible. You may be worshiping. You may be going to church. You may be even in a Bible study. So now comes the challenge. Now comes the self-examination. Are you doing all these things? Are you checking them off as they are a Christian to-do list in your life? Or are you intentionally spending time with God in these ways? Oh, I'm going to ask you that question one more time, and I want you to honestly check your response. Are you doing all of these things? Are you checking them off as if they're a Christian to-do list in your life? Or are you intentionally spending time with God in these ways? That might be the shift. That might be your aha moment, your golden nugget, your game changer. God, I just want to talk to you to spend time with you. God, I'm here to spend time with you in your word. I'm just going to let you speak. God, I am coming into your presence to spend time with you in worship. God, I'm out for this walk right now just to spend time with you in your environment. God, I'm getting together with the girls tonight so that we can spend time with you together. God, here I am just to spend time with you. Thank you for joining me this week. My prayer is that this episode was able to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and challenge your body. The His Word My Walk podcast is here to serve you. So if you haven't already, you can check out more of my programs and services at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Kayla Praise. 
If you could do me a quick favor and leave a written review in your listening app, I would really appreciate it. I'll see you next time.